Dude, like corn. I was in the in aisle fourteen looking up cornstarch, corn flour, and cornmeal. I called mom. She's like, "Why are you being so dramatic?" And I just go, "Cause I don't know what the fuck I'm doing right now." Did you find it? Uh, I went with cornstarch, which apparently isn't corn flour, which, as I found out, will thicken it more. But I'm just gonna put less in and hope it works. And then couldn't find sesame oil, so I, I got olive oil. Did you attempt to um, at least ask anyone who worked there, or you just did the, you know, I'm a man thing and just sat there for 30 more minutes than you needed to to figure it out? No, I asked for, I couldn't find the soy sauce, which is the dumbest one of all, probably. I That's go- literally the easiest thing to find in a yeah. supermarket. Yeah. So How much, wait, hold on. I'm going to backtrack. Do you, like, not shop for yourself, or you just only get the same 10 things so you didn't know what to do? The second one. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying a new, my stats were a little high from the doctor, so I'm trying some new stuff, follow some new Instagram pages, and uh, since I got time on spring break, I thought I'd try something new, and this is going to turn out poorly. Like, like if, if me and Caroline don't speak to you guys for 48 to 72 hours, it's because I think I might have accidentally poisoned us both. That's tough. Yeah, not great. That's tough. Yeah. <sighs> well, here's to you being a terrible cook. Yeah. It's, it's genetics. Gotta learn. Gotta learn at some point, so can't throw everything in an air fryer. I mean, you can. That's what I kind of do. Yeah. I definitely won't fuck the rice up. That I know. (laughs) Uh, I would hope not. Enough to podcast. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. All right, Naftapod coming to you with a first, first time ever. We are Whitakerless. You've got the Tucker Brothers. You've got Nick. You've got Dylan. Looking forward to another week of Premier League action. Dylan, how you doing today? I think this is officially going to be the the most dad joke pod that has ever come out. Because there's no one to keep us in check. Yeah, and probably the most anti-Liverpool because we can say whatever we want and there's no retribution from Michael coming our way. Yeah, as I say, that's a future us problem when he decides that he wants to come after us. Yeah, I got I got four games in five days next week. I might be out just because of that and i don't want to deal with michael yelling at me for all the hate i'm gonna throw his way listen i'm here for it i have another bachelor party next weekend so basically i i'll be bowed for the back end too so i only have one time to to deal with it i miss being 31 yeah going back to scottsdale missed me so much i I have to go back speaking of of trolling the whitakers it's a wednesday we're recording wednesday afternoon uh real madrid just beat chelsea 2 nil. And I believe uh, AC Milan just took down Napoli 1-0, I believe, if I have that correct. But we'd be remiss to go back one day and say, I think it's City's year, Dylan, finally. There's no way City doesn't win. Absolute dismantling by City. It's 100% City's year. If anything, I think Tuchel 
in my mind, had uh, Pep's number. And at this point, with what we just saw, like, there's no way. I, I actually think City's going to win a treble. I, I, I truly think that's where the conversation needs to go. And I'm excited to hear John's take when he comes back. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, what, they're, minus, they're minus money. They're a favorite they're, still to win the league. They're favorites in every competition they're in. There's no way they screw it up. No. And I mean, the fact that even, and, and we can flip the other side, Thomas Tuchel takes over, arguably, obviously, the best team in Germany for the better half of basically since World War II. Um, and he joins them, and they're out of two out of three competitions already. They're out of the Polka. They're pretty much out of this already because we know City's going to win. And they're, they're in a title race. Maybe, maybe there's a Tuchel problem. I wasn't going to go that far um, because I saw something that if it wasn't for Tuchel, Chelsea would be in a relegation battle. So I think he needs to get some flowers. So I'm, I'm not going to shit on Tuchel. Oh, speaking of crazy manager, did you see uh, the Al Nassar manager? Mm-hmm. Uh, reports just came out that he was told that one he's given one game to save his job when pre-Ronaldo, they were nine points up. Post-Ronaldo, they're in second by three points. Wait, actually? <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. I, I saw it this morning. I kept diving, like, yeah, like, apparently they were they were telling them, uh, you're out, like, if you can't win another game. And they were up nine points. They were nine points clear pre-Ronaldo, and now they're three points behind. Uh, I think there's an obvious trend I don't think I need to say it because I've said it enough over the last two years. I'll say it. Ronaldo's a problem. He leaves awake wherever he goes. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, and if if it wasn't for him, all they'd still be here, and we'd be and we'd be totally crushing it, hanging out, having positive vibes. Yeah, you'd rather have Ole than Ten Hag. Is that where no. we want to move this conversation? No, 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 one hundred percent no. But you know, maybe he did us a favor that way. I mean, but anyway, yeah, go ahead. I'm also just from a Champions League talk. I'm kind of worried for Napoli. I I'm I think our future's in trouble. I I think they need some injured players to not be injured to actually figure this out, and I don't think it's looking great. Which is and, even more reason why I think it's City's year, and not miss sitters. But I mean, the fact that I have a future on Real Madrid and a future on Napoli, and thinking how they can meet in the final, and I'm the happiest man in the world. City's gonna fuck it up like they always do. They ruin yeah. it for everybody. I'll say, John, I'm really excited for your treble, man. Yeah. Maybe NYFC, NYCFC will do it for you as well. You'll have a big year. No, that's not happening. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to the action. A little preview for the weekend here. Got some pretty good matchups, some interesting matchups. Um, and we start off with Villa versus Newcastle. We've got the streaking villains uh, who have been, who have won four straight um, on the bounce. Uh, looking good. Against uh, some subpar competition, so you could say they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Um, against a Newcastle squad who clearly has found their ability to put the ball in the back of the net again. Um, Dylan, I'm going to go with the villains just because, as I said uh, last week, I'm so far in last place. Uh, I'm just going to go with what I want to happen, but I actually think this will happen. I don't think that's a bad pick. Like, they're both two of, like, it's a shame, by the way. Can we talk about, like, what is with the scheduling of all the big games being the 12.30, like, England time and 7.30 a.m. for us Eastern time? Like, I don't know what they're doing with this, but the Premier League needs to change that. Well, it's because um, it's, it's the TV rights, because you, you can't throw show any t- games on TV at uh, 3 p.m. 
local time. So you can Why? show uh, TV rights so that it doesn't crush... The, remember that book, The Club, I told you? Oh, that? yeah. Okay, well, then make it the night game, though. Like, this should... Like, flex it out. I thought they've learned enough from the NFL. You're, you're, not tell, you're telling me City Lester at at, at at 5.30 or 6.30 is not the big game? Absolutely not. <laughs> I think I will touch that uh, when we get to my bets for that one. But I'm torn, and because I'm torn... I am taking a draw um, in this game because I could see it going either way, so I'm just going to assume it's a tie because I'm too scared to actually pick a side. The anti-John. One in doubt, pick a tie. The anti-John there. All right. Well, moving on to a bottom-of-the-table clash. We've got the relegation battle still staying hot with the bottom tw- bottom eight, or excuse me, 12 through 20, excuse me, 12 through 20, are within 10 points, and 12 through 18 are within 6. Pretty wild. So we've got Southampton, who, to be flat-out flat honest, suck. And we've got the Roy Hodgson Eagles flying high with the Oli Vibes. I'm taking Oli Vibes. I think Oli Vibes are going to go out and just... I think Southampton started to realize it's over, and it's going to be really tough to keep them motivated. I think they're going to be a doormat for the last eight eight games, seven eight games of the season. Yet they haven't been already all year. I say they kind of have been, except for when <laughs> they want to screw the Wolves over. Um, I agree. I have Crystal Palace. I'm just nervous. Like, do you think we get the Crystal Palace we've seen the past two games? Because I I just I don't know. I feel like Crystal Palace is what Southampton was to my mind the past two seasons where every time they're hot and I pick them, they start sucking again and vice versa. But like, I think palace is out of relegation trouble at this point where this could be the game that gets them like fully comfortable and sticks the coffin in them. And there's really good odds on them to win this game. So good boy. Roy's got him playing, man. Good boy. Roy's sitting there with his blanket and his corn cob pipe sitting at midfield with his whistle saying, boys, just go out and play. It's just going to be, you roll out the balls Boys, let's just go play a scrimmage. Let's just play a little uh, little training match. You know what? Get your legs underneath you, and uh, we'll go have some fun. And I think that's what they're going to roll with. I agree. I think I think this is – hopefully it, it makes the relegation battle only one team's officially down, and there's only two more to worry about for my own mind's sake. So I hope we're right. Yeah. Speaking of your mental health and the Premier League, Wolves – um, will host Brentford on Saturday morning. Dylan, how you feeling? What are your thoughts? Do you think uh, Do you think this is where the Wolves can make their a little bit of their separation and finally uh, let you take a deeper breath? No shot. They don't. They don't know how to do that. I um, for all my Saved by the Bell fans, I'm Jesse Spanos when she is addicted to caffeine pills, where she's so excited, so excited, and then starts crying. That's kind of how I feel. Um, is, is is Alex Zach? Are you gonna collapse into into Alex's arms? I, it might be yours, because Alex doesn't care if the wolves go down or not. Most likely, as as long as Jersey Saw's wearing his neon kit, she doesn't care. She likes the purple one now. We're we're on the lavender. It's Easter ooh, colors. Ooh, um, ooh, maybe buy her and maybe buy both Alex's a lavender kit. Yeah. I, to be honest, I mean, I'm gonna do my normal fade. I'm taking Brentford. Um, I think. Wolves are favored in this um, on the sports books, which has me nervous. I think it's just more because we're home. I think a draw is more realistic, but, like, I don't know. Neves is back, and 
I, I like what um, Joe Gomez was playing. Like, I think... I think we can control the game like we did with Chelsea. The problem is we just don't finish. So like, if we actually finish, I think we're fine compared to... I'm, Brentford's going to score a goal. Like, Ivan Tony will score against us. So, like, it's tough for me to see us scoring two goals, which is where the tie is probably the better call here. But I will take Brentford just, you know, to do my normal mush. So you're saying there's going to be more sting than bite? Yes. 100%. You're proud of yourself for that one. I am damn proud of myself for that one. <laughs> I even kept the straight face on it. Uh, as I said, I'm going to pick what I want to happen. And I think what's going to happen is, uh, I think this is a draw. I think this is, even though it's a home game, the bees are still buzzing. The bees are the bees. And they still have their, uh, their loose, loose hopes on maybe sneaking, you know, backdooring into Europe somehow. Um, so they got a lot to play for. Wolves do too. I think it'll be, I, I think it'll be more of an entertaining game than you give it credit for. I'm not going to say it's going to be 4-3. But I think you'll see two teams go at it, which will be exciting to watch. Yeah, I've officially changed my pick. I will take a tie as well. Hey, yeah, boy, don't be uh, don't be persuaded by your older, more handsome, and less intelligent brother. All right. Well, speaking of uh, more handsome and less intelligent, uh, Chelsea is taking on Brighton uh, over at Stamford Bridge. Uh, Brighton looking to to get back on their. Uh, they got knocked off their perch by Spurs a little bit on a good run of form. Hoping to get back into it with Madrid clearly, or excuse me, Madrid just took down Chelsea. My apologies there. With Chelsea clearly still streaking. So, can Super Frank, I think Super honestly, Frank still looks good. He's still in good shape. You've seen those tight pants on the side of them. They're not Ralph House and Hoodle-esque. You know, he's not sharp. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't know fully what he's working with, but you definitely got an idea. Do uh, you think Frank puts on some uh, puts on some uh, some boots and some shinnies and I mean, uh, gives it a run in, in the midfield? I think he might be able to actually give him some help. I mean, it can't hurt. I'm pretty sure Conte got injured again today. No, he's ba- I think he's back. Wait, today? No, I think today, like in the game, I saw him down. Um, oh, Jesus. Also, like, I know this isn't going to the prediction, I think Brighton, well, I guess it does. I think Brighton's pissed off off of what um, transpired against Spurs. I also think with their two games in hand, they can still get a point even with Spurs or a point behind. And, like, I don't think the crowd when they at Stamford Bridge is going to be behind this Chelsea team at all. So, like, I could, like if, if Brighton comes out the gates quick, I think it just turns on Chelsea. Like, they have all the pressure. They did. Frank has come in and lost to us, and then a game that people didn't expect to win, except for you know Todd Bowley calling out three nothing. He just almost had the reverse fortune of it. They come out and get a red card like pretty early on too. Like it's. I know Michael went into this and would love to be on this rant. It just baffles my mind that they thought that this was a good idea. Like at this point, Chelsea's just going to keep falling and eventually finish at 12th or 13th, and that's it. And I think Brighton has all to play for and wins this game. You think Palace jumps them? Well, no, because the Premier League won't let that happen. But, like, <laughs> honestly, with what they're currently doing right now, yes. It wouldn't shock me at all. I, I want to make a bold statement here. I'm going to make a bold statement because I think I need this to get Caroline more organically involved in this by trying to push her into watching it more or at least caring on Saturday and Sunday mornings with Brighton being down. They are, excuse me, look at my math here, right? They are one point out of Europe 
And again, with things falling their way, maybe they could sneak into Europa very easily. All right. They have a fairly easy run-in to make this happen. Brighton or Chelsea? Brighton. Now, I Chelsea, agree. No one gives a crap. It's over. <laughs> um, they have Chelsea, and then they have um, well, they have us in the FA Cup. Then they then they uh, they go to Forest. They host Wolves. They host United. They host Everton. They go to the Emirates, host Southampton, and go to Villa. It's not a ridiculous thing to think that they can take one, two, three, four. They can take 15 to, or excuse me, 18 to 20 points from those last eight games, or excuse me, those last 10 games. It's not a ridiculous thought. I think if they do that, that's got to put them in Europe, right? I'm talking Europa. Yeah, 100%. And I think, who would have thought that Villa Brighton at the start of the season would be appointment television to end the season on? Like, who cares about City and, and Arsenal battling it on the last day? Like, the Europa spots between some of these, my my fellow mid-table teams going at it, I, I personally find that more intriguing than what we're currently seeing at the top of the table. Yeah, I mean, especially considering the fact that the league's pretty much over with City um, winning it along with uh, winning the FA Cup and then eventually winning... Um, the Champions League being the only treble team to make Manchester the home of the only trebles in England. Um, you know, it's the next relegation, and like you said, three through six is pretty interesting. So, again, John, it's over, buddy. You're taking it home. Not even worried about it. I mean, Brighton's minus 110 to finish top six. Yeah, right now. I, think that's, I think that's good money. I kind of like the Villa, though. Villa's plus, Villa's plus 650 if you want to throw some shekels there. Just throwing make, that out there. To make top six? Uh-huh. It's not, it's not a ridiculous shekel to throw. It's going to come down to the game we were just talking about. But, like, I, I think the, the the bookmakers are assuming that Brighton overtakes them and Liverpool does too would be my yeah. guess. But well, well, you're usually good with your money. You know, speaking of people that don't like to spend a lot of shekels, Daniel Levy and his Spurs are playing host to the Cherries uh, of Bournemouth, who I had the most underrated badge pick, which clearly got booed and almost got me kicked off the pod. Uh, heading the Spurs, gotta think this is gotta think this is Spurs all the way, right? Which probably means Bournemouth ends up winning this game, but yes, I'm I'm gonna take Spurs because I think at this point it proved the Premier League wants. Or Daniel Levy spending his money to make sure that they get into Europe. I mean, again, you couldn't couldn't talk about two more confusing teams, right? Spurs do Spurs things. They draw with Southampton. They tie Everton, um, you know. And then you got Bournemouth, who obviously is not having a great season, but they beat Fulham uh, and they beat Liverpool. I mean, Bournemouth. Bournemouth is a top five. Bournemouth is a top five team in the league in the last five matches. In yeah, terms I mean, of points. So, like, at this point, they're in better form than Tottenham. And, like, Tottenham, if if is if, if this game, I guess let's put it this way. I think Tottenham's going to win. If this game was at Bournemouth, I would probably have a different tale to, to call here. I just don't. I It wouldn't shock me if Spurs spurs this, but I'm going to take Spurs reluctantly. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go with Spurs, too. I think that it's going to be... A little interesting there. Oh, I just realized, did we actually pick Chelsea or Brighton? I don't think we ended up picking it. I, I mean, I said I'm taking Brighton. 
Oh, I'm taking Brighton too. I thought that was just kind of assumed. It's implied. Yeah, it's implied. It's implied. Uh, all right. So moving on to the uh, the northwest, or actually moving up to the northwest, up the uh, the I, whatever the hell they call that road that goes all the way up that way. It's England, and they drive on the wrong side of the, wrong side of the road, and nobody really cares. Uh, Everton is playing host to uh, Fulham, who's traveling up, traveling up north. Uh, big, big match here for Everton, as everyone is. You know, they're in decent form considering the season. Uh, Fulham has been hitting the slopes to be nice about it. All right, they've been a snowball going downhill, rolling to hell. Haven't won, haven't won their last five matches. Tough time scoring. Lost to West Ham last time out. Everton doing a decent job putting points and just putting points up. You know, it's they're scratching a point here, scratching a point there. And just like as a, the baseball coach in me says, if you can add runs in the third, fourth, and fifth inning, even if it's one or two, that's going to give you a chance to win, give you some more space. I think Everton's going to – I think Everton uh, – I think Everton uh, – kidding. No, I did pick Everton. I think Everton takes this one home, mostly because I love Hank and I want to see Michael upset. You know, it's not Sandstone. You could have changed it if you, if you put something different. Yeah, I know. I couldn't remember what I picked, to be honest with you. Because I knew I picked a second draw somewhere, and I couldn't remember. And then I changed one. I think I changed it. It is. I picked a draw originally, but I said, no, I'm going to pick what I want, not what I think what will happen. So I want Hank to be happy. I want Hank's new unborn child to be able to enjoy Premier League football their first year on this earth. Listen, I don't like that we're kind of on the same page on a lot of these things. But I don't think it's a want. I think this is going to happen. I think Everton at home is going to win this game. The Sean Dyche, they look... Other than when they decide they want to get a red card, which I just think is something that Everton, it's like, can't get out of their system. It's like one of their ticks at this point. So, like, when it happens, it happens. But they they look like such a better team than what we've seen for most of the year. And we've said it before, Fulham without Mitrovic is already on the beach hanging out. I, As much as I love Full America, I think Everton pulls this away. And then me and Hank get to see the Everton woof. Um, American Derby happened since we weren't invited because we're in a relegation battle to all the other clubs coming, which is unfortunate. But I, don't gotta, get me going on that. Do you do you think that this season's a failure for Fulham? No, absolutely not. Everyone was predicting them to go down, considering where they were. You know, no longer than six weeks ago. Fulham is going to finish a top ten team. That for their standing being a yo-yo club, I think is a massive accomplishment. I don't think there's any, like, you could be disappointed, but I think if you told anyone who's a Fulham fan you're going to end up coming in ninth, potentially 10th place at the end of this year, they would 100% sign up for that and just fast forward. I agree. Uh, I'm going to have to go with, uh, well, yeah, so I'm going to go with Everton, but Fulham, they're just going to hang on. and They can't go lower than 12th because, you know, that's Crystal Palace. Might go to 13th because the Wolves that's are That's true. Well, staying on the track of failures, um, Erling Holland and City will play host to the Foxes since Erling Holland won't score 40 goals in league. Huge flop. Been saying it all year. Where's he at right now? 33? In league, I think he's at 30. Or he's at 31 because he has to get the 33 to beat. um, Yes. I mean, there's still eight games left. He could easily get two more hat-tricks. Still. He's at 30 goals. Still a flop. He's not going to get to 40. Major letdown, not worth the cash. But anyway, uh, 
I don't think there has to be much to be talked about here. I think this is uh, this has got a potential six or seven spot written all over it. Yeah, I I wish I had more commentary for you. I think Lester's Road is very scary, and I agree. Maybe this will be the game that makes me realize they're in a relegation battle. Yeah, I don't know if that's ever going to happen, to be honest with you. But, I mean, considering they have not won a match since February 11th. Um, and it's not like they're just losing. They ain't scoring either. Shut out by Southampton. Shut out by United. Shut out by Arsenal. Uh, lost to Blackburn in the FA Cup. You know, didn't score against Bournemouth. You mean Jamie Vardy's old now? Like, he needs a fountain of youth? Like, it's... it's They held on to 15-16 a little too long. They needed to move on. Yeah, but you gotta give Jamie Vardy credit. Because, you know, he said, I'm going to stay with them. They, they plucked him out. But if you can only keep his wife from doing crazy shit and standing out of the tabloids, maybe it won't be that big of a deal. Rooney no, Vardy, we live, we still, live for that. Rooney Vardy, still the best drama ever to come out of England, at least the last 20 years. Um, sorry, Bob. We love you. Anyway, moving on to Sunday. Uh, we've got a little London Derby here. we got the Hammers of West Ham playing host to the Gooners, who look to... Keep their six points. Uh, keep their six point lead, even though they have a, a game in hand. City has a game in hand. Uh, big match here. Uh, I think this one's pretty straightforward. I think the Gooners are going to stare down that barrel of their cannon and just put it right through the castle of, of West Ham. Crest jokes. Get you, it? I, I chose not to laugh. You've had better. Still trying. Got to swing it. Got to swing it if you want to hit a home run. Yeah, Michael Scott, Wayne Gretzky. Um, so, I agree. I think I think Arsenal bounces back. Um, is it is it next the next game that they have against? Um, no. Okay, they have Southampton. All right. Yeah, they're fine. I didn't know if they'd be looking ahead to City, but that's two weeks out. So, I think Arsenal handles business. No problem here. Yeah, I agree. Now my question is: Does is City's match game in hand? Actually, they're going to have two games in hand before the Arsenal game because they play Leicester, and then it's Champions League against FA Cup. Um, so they'll be have two games in hand, and then it's Brighton and. I'm curious when they're. It's got to be the West Ham game based on the schedule on a Wednesday, May third. So they got a few weeks. So even even if they do win that game, they still have that game. They'll have two games in hand. They got to figure out. So it'll the points will be off, but it'll be super interesting uh, coming down to that last day. I agree. We're gonna have some fun on that Sunday. Oh, I can't wait to just troll everybody. It's gonna be so much fun. Oh my God! What? <laughs> Nothing. Just uh, just got a great sip of coffee. It's literally gonna be. You're going to be messing. The problem is you need to go to Natural Bar because for us streaming folk, you're going to be ahead. Like, you just need to mess with me because you'll always be ahead of me and I'll have no idea what's going on. I think we should do a live pod that day, to be honest with you. It's one of the things that I've had to turn my phone over because I used to get notifications on the Wolves game and then I know when to get excited or just just watch. Like, you're watching your own funeral when, like, it'd be like, so-and-so already scored and it's like... That's great. Let's watch the Wolves screw this one up. When like they're like when I get the notification, there like Adama has the ball doing a cross. I'm like, how the hell are we about to give up a goal in the next 20 seconds? Yeah, I turn all notifications off on goals. I turn that when we're when we're winning and it's really stressful. Um, 
I keep the I, I get the final score. I, I actually keep it buzzed on because I want to see it end. Yeah. Um, but when they're losing or they're tied and they're pushing, I turn it on Do Not Disturb and turn it face down so I can see what happens and yeah. I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle getting the goal updates to the game because I couldn't imagine when we lost seven nil if I just cut or what was it seven uh, whatever it was to to Liverpool. I kind of blacked out. If yeah. I kept getting those notifications. You you became a goldfish for that one. Already forgot uh, what the score was. Yeah, I would have been a lot drunker than I already was on St. Patrick's Day. So I'm glad I didn't do that. <laughs> um, wrapping uh, excuse me, wrapping up Sunday. United traveled to the city ground up to Forest, where they've already won. They've already beat Forest three times this year, and. Good money always says it's tough to beat a team three times, let alone four times. Good lord, um, I'm going to say that United should take this home. Um, Casemiro's back, Erickson's back. Uh, game midweek versus Seville, they'll be able to get some miles under their legs. Got to think some consistency comes back and we get a little more stable. Even though Rashi's out for a few weeks, never thought I'd say it. I'm happy to see Tony. Um, so maybe they'll put a little, maybe they'll put Bruno out wide and play Sabitzer up at the 10, who's been playing pretty well in that attacking uh, midfield position. But I got to think United takes care of this and we move on and try to keep, try to keep momentum going. I agree. Forrest and free fall. I will say though, I would mess around and do, um, exact score two one man United because one, you guys always somehow give up a goal, and two, Forrest literally scores every time they're at home. Use yeah. that information as you'd like. Uh, I'm I'm done betting for a while. I'm on the, I'm on the coldest of cold streaks here. So yeah, well, you know, uh, Real Madrid minus one and a half plus two hundred five hit. So no big yeah. deal. Yeah, should have should have taken it. But this will leads us into our last game of the weekend. Uh, we got the White Roses of Leeds hosting Liverpool. Uh, Leeds struggling, streaking in the wrong direction. Um, got thrashed by Crystal Palace last time out, but they have had they have gotten seven points out of their last five games, which is quite important considering Liverpool's only got two in their last five. Ah, uh, kidding. Well, their last four. It's all the Madrid loss. Sorry, Michael. I'm not sorry. But anyway. Um, Despite the the poor form uh, of Liverpool, I gotta think that they got they gotta use that Arsenal game as a little bit of a springboard. Um, this is a I think this is gonna be a very much professional three nil W Liverpool. Yeah, I agree. I think similar to the City game, I could see this one getting out of hand too. Um, I hope for Leeds' sake it doesn't, but I wouldn't be shocked if. It's like 3-1, 4-1 type of territory. Yeah. You know, and again, Liverpool's still in there for Europe. You know, they, they win here. They can they jump up to sixth, possibly, and with a game in hand. So there's always hope. You know, there's always hope. I can't wait for Michael to add to his tattoo collection with Europa League, Europa Conference League champions next year, you know, as any good Liverpool fan would do. So that'll wrap up the week there, there folks. Uh couple exciting games. We've got three three days worth of games. Always love a 3 o'clock on a Monday. Always kind of helps the day, shorten the day a little bit. Put Throw the TV on if you're a work-from-home guy. Um, or put it on the radio when you're driving home from work. You know, something a little exciting there. Uh, Dylan, you want to make uh, help make listeners a little bit thicker in the wallet? Let's hear what you got. 
Yeah, so we're gonna take the money that we won today and hopefully we add a little bit to it with the union coming through for us tonight. But um, I got four actually today based off the predictions, nice and simple. I think I think Crystal Palace, like we said, is gonna come forward. They're at plus 170. I think that's great value taking them there. I think, honestly, you could bump this up next one up if you really wanted to, but Man City minus 2.5 is plus 115 to get that plus money. I think Ooh. if you want to get a little dicey you could do three and a half to see if they're going to do a four spot but that's that would be a tough one to like fully do i think this is a little small sprinkle i wouldn't go nuts with it because for plus 115 it's a lot of goals that has to rainbow sprinkle or chocolate sprinkle uh rainbow oh i'm in done sold um then we already talked about it i think chelsea's in free fall i think brighton's a better team even if they're away i think brighton plus 170 is another good bet and then Everton getting plus 105 at home, I think, is also where my money is going. So, Oh, interesting. I will back up my claims with my money to try and get richer for what we already went over. If you had to pick one, which one's your lock? I want to say Everton, but I don't trust them enough. So I, <laughs> I'm going to say Brighton over Chelsea. I like that. That's fair. That's fair. Well... Great job, Dill. You know, I got to tell you, it's like we have these conversations all the time. Like we've known each other for 31 years and now we just put ourselves on camera and we sound a lot smarter, look a lot better. I'll say, I think, I think the good news is we didn't have to actually record this in terms of putting it on YouTube. So this is a real win for us. Yeah. Nobody want, nobody needs to see that, but even though I, I did get a haircut, so you know, no big deal. Thanks for noticing. You do look, you do look a little less gray. Honestly, yeah, it it helps. It the longer the hair, the more the gray comes out. So, um, it's all right. Silver fox season is coming this summer, so watch out. Ooh, we get we we getting the COVID curls back? No, those those are long gone. That was a year and a half of just not being able to get a haircut. That's probably never happening again. Yeah, Q tip. We we will always welcome the Q tip back. Yeah, you know, it's, it's also good to protect to, to prevent. Uh, Sunburn, you know that's why I miss my long hair, and I'm trying to get the long hair back for the summer to protect the neck from getting smoked out there on the beach. Listen, with today's weather, it's bucket hat season, so ready to get oh, that yeah. protection on. Yeah. All right, Dill. Great chat. Great work. Let's uh, let's get us out of get us out of here with a joke, and we'll see everybody next up. So, why can't you play soccer with pigs? They hog the ball. Cheers. After podcast. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit.